with harder goals to die. <laughs> Is the hard <laughs> Oh, hello, 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 everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are here. We are back. Can't get rid of us. It is the new year, new That's show, that same show. Um, we we just uh, just gonna have a whole new whole new thing going on here. We got the uh, we're gonna start off strong with our WTF show. WTF um, starting the January theme. off right. The new year off yep, right. Yep, this is the theme for the month. Will be WTF, and what better way to say WTF than to start with one of the best movies ever made. And that's Meatball Machine. So this uh we ran into immediately, we ran into an obstacle because right. yep. our, one of our own decided that they did not want to view the Meatball Machine movies. I did not. So Who could that the, be? The option was given that instead of <laughs> watching Meatball Machine, they could instead watch another movie, um, a movie, a little unknown movie called mm. Voyage of the Rock Aliens, which was a pet project of somebody obviously humping Piazadora. <laughs> somebody um, or Jermaine Jackson. We're not sure. star. Yeah, we're not sure who did this, but... Okay. Um, I don't... I don't... Yeah, my, so, my report is going to be real short. It's gonna no, be real short. no, 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 no! Oh. It's going to be in depth, and you have to tell us about this movie. Yes. You have to make us want to watch short. this movie. Nobody Weird. wants to watch this movie. But that's why—that's the point of your book report. It's like your mm-hmm. documentary. Yes, this yeah. is your time. I want my time to shine. Right, and Horrible this, was, this is your. This is right, and the point of this is to—you're supposed to make us want to see this movie. No. No, nope. not gonna movie. be able. Not yeah, gonna be you're able to selling do that. this movie. We're investors coming in. Yeah, we well, said, we heard you got this hot little talent called Piazadora. <laughs> this hot talkie's coming out. Mm-hmm. Starting that little wave, Piazadora. I mean, so I don't we're, know. We're, who okay, this is what we're gonna do. Let's movie? just let's just skip. We're gonna skip ahead through all the chit chat that we normally have in the beginning of the show, and we are gonna go right into the book report given to you by our one and only Cat. Ta-da! Take it away, Cat. <laughs> Okay, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I thought that I had seen some bad ones with you guys. I really did. I was like, "Mm, these are bad. Whoever financed this film should be shot. Like, they should literally be shot. Um, Of course, I offered to have a watch along. And some of our loyal Warhawks. Big evil Jay Hall. Uh, let's let me let, me, let, me, let me put the brakes on here for a second. No. Um <laughs> I was like, the, what, who's gonna who's gonna jump in first? And- yeah, let, let me put the brakes on here for a moment. Now, when you say Warhawks, I, I expected to, you know, 
when you think of Warhawks, you're like, wow, faithful, loyal men, since the majority yeah. are men. Our, our bravest our warriors bravest going out into the force. Well, let me tell However, you. That's not what happened. I heard three cucks showed up. <laughs> what did happen? Because they went, oh, there's a girl watching a movie that all of us that's are distracted not what happened. by. Yes. I think we that's need to watch happened. with her. Yes, ma'am, we carry your books for you. You so know they took your book happened. report. They took your moment, and they decided they were going to jump on board. Good, because, because you know what? And, and, right, and they took Promise away. The moon. <clears throat> right. No. And you three little lost puppies following you around inside Discord. Three dopes. You know what? We're, n- we're not going to make fun of them. You know why? Oh, no, no. Oh, no, we are. <laughs> no, we're not. You know why? Because <laughs> we are they very are much the- making fun of them. They sat through this this piece of shit with me. Because it was their choice, like dummies. It was their choice, but you know what? That makes them the baddest of the bad because they sat through this piece of shit with me. No, that makes zero sense. I enjoyed the company. Don't be jealous. Quick, yeah, yeah. Because I had a watch along YouTube. Answer this for me. Okay. Um, Did Scotty watch it with you? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and he has to do those things because he's sleeping with you. He those does. three dummies, those three dopes got nothing out of it except they to got, watch this dumb movie. This this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, like, please like continue. Pardue, they're following you up to the top of the tower and ready to jump off. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Just stop. Anyway. Yeah. Let's nice let's hear to this one. I, but yes, go ahead. Let's let's remove let's remove those three girls from the from the the whole <laughs> thing. Let's girls. About the ladies night. Yeah, let's forget about the ladies you night. You know what, guys? You're my fucking warhawks. You're my <laughs> rider guys. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for watching this piece of shit with <laughs> okay. me. Until the next Warhawks time, when she, just remember, just remember, ride or die crew. Next time, it's like I will fucking kill you and put you in a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> remember that, ride or dies. I remember Tuttle's got one. Yeah, seventeen so cubic that. foot freezer fit all you. you you guys are my bitches. I love my bitches, my ride or die bitches. Yeah, they are. You chicks stick together. I get it. Go ahead. So tell us about tell us about this amazing flick now. So you got, <laughs> you you got three so extra dummies. Tonight. You got three extra dummies to you follow you along dummies. and down you into guys hell. Aren't dummies. Anyway. No, they're beyond dummies. 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 The movie. <sighs> I don't know. Starts off with a guitar spaceship I, I don't know i don't know where we're going at this point um you know with some there's a fire hydrant i, I don't know there's some aliens <laughs> did you still not actually watch the movie i, <laughs> really I was in the same room <laughs> did you guys talk about your hair and your nails and stuff yeah you guys are talking about your your cycling up you guys were anyway uh, did you guys just play mystery date the entire time? We did. That's what we did. You guys really missed the fuck out. But anyway, <laughs> you guys should have came to the watch along and you would know what the fuck we did. Anyway. Did you guys cycle your uh, periods? <clears throat> For some reason, Jermaine Jackson's on a scooter. Um, and Pia Zadora is with, it's, it's a little bit of like a, I don't know, race war at the beginning, it seems race like. It's, war. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Race war. What'd you watch, Glory? You're yeah, supposed what? to watch Voyage of the Rock, yeah. Alien. You... 
We're, okay. Okay. You know what? We're just going to make this my book report. Here we go. Here we go. This okay. Movie fucking okay. Sucks. This is the real time. Don't ever real fucking, time. fucking watch it. <laughs> no, 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 no. If just, you want to waste the whole 97, if you want to waste 97 minutes of your life, if you are on a horrible date and you never want her to call you again, just flip this fucker on. She's going to think you're crazy. And she's going to leave. That's it. That's my book report. Well, okay, so the movie that. has the movie has no plot. You have well, no well, idea where it is the no, entire time. Yeah, I don't believe how wrong you're being. Yeah, had a really? plot. Really? This this movie had a plot. There, there was all kinds of stuff going it's on. A, it's a love story. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's, a, it's adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did we? It's, no. Are, did we really not? Did, did, uh, are you guys sitting? I, I just I'm just curious because did we not agree that you would do a book report on this? I am doing and a book give report us, on it. Give us the points of this movie. Yeah. There's no points of this movie. There it's is. a There's fucking. So much. It's a fucking musical. It's a musical. Yes. Yes. There's a fucking monster that lives in the lake that makes no sense. Lake Erie. That's yes. Well, the lake's contaminated. Right. It's. I, it was I, a I'm social well movie. There was social well messages. Aware. Yeah. We need the Bob Euchre play-by-play for this. Yeah, you know what? You guys are not. Involved. You guys yes. are not gonna hype this movie up. You're not gonna do it. That's not gonna happen to me right now because you guys knew it was fucking garbage from the get-go. That's why because you we gave watched it to it. me. Yes. Yeah, we I watched know. it. You knew it was garbage, and you're like, <laughs> "We'll have her watch this one." We all. And we, you know, it was gave you a free deal. Yeah. And we that's fine. We gave you an out. You know what? That's fine. But I mean, like, there's there's a scene in the bathroom where they're they're doing a musical. Yes, they're doing a musical all the over the place. Girl, chicks, Armand can tell you. <laughs> any then, of you girl, any of the girls that watch this with you can tell you they sing in the bathroom. You're all singing into your combs when the movie you're was all, going on. Yeah, into oh, you, yeah. maybe we, even into your had, uh, your feminine hygiene products. We, we can ask Jay Who got and to the Piazzadora? In this, uh, then they then they open in your cosplay the stall, the stall doors, and there's posters. And I think I think you're thinking of the locker. Yeah, yeah, I think you're mixing up that no, locker, no, the giant no. locker. Nope, nope. At one point, they're in the bathroom, they're singing. They open up the stall doors, and there's posters of uh, who was it? The Kurt white Shepherd? guy. Yes, yes. There's posters of him all over the bathroom. That is that's Boone from Night Nightbreed. Well, that's great for him. I feel sorry for him that he's in this Joe movie. Kane from the program. He's um, gone on. To, he's gone on to do many. I things. mean, I do have to say the locker was probably <laughs> the video with the Puma didn't didn't get you all. Yeah, did you do anything for you? <laughs> Ooh, my man! Come on, Puma, you didn't you didn't get all worked up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, it had, the beast within. The guy had no shirt on the whole movie. It was just, it was just shirtless and leather jacket. <laughs> Until he changed I mean, into his Danny Zuko clothes. I, I, I never could figure out like the aliens. Like the first one is A B C D, and the right because that was is... on the. It, uh, but that was the goof. It was on their. It was on their uniforms. Yeah. Wasn't that? Wasn't I, that like I, musical I, notes? It's fucking hilarious! It Their was chords. so funny. Like I mean, I, I. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna step out on the ledge here. I don't think you got it. I probably did. <laughs> I don't think you understood. I don't think you to, understood. Voyager trying to do aliens. No, I don't. I, I mean, think you guys were too busy perming your pubes. I don't know. I don't think you guys understood rock <laughs> aliens. I think you guys are. I understood it. Guys... I understood it well and fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, tell you me. What? Tell I me what it meant. Go ahead. Absolutely. You know what we're gonna do? Let's we go ahead. we might not even do meatball machine tonight because now we have to explain Voyage of the Rock Aliens. <laughs> yeah. to you. you see go what ahead. you guys did? 
You see what happened? So, you distracted her and she couldn't watch the film. Exactly. Yeah. You guys, you guys were, were, you were so busy talking about killing thing. squirrels with fucking honey mustard on them and talking about painting each other's nails and cycling up your, your, your periods that you missed the whole point of the movie. What was, yeah, go ahead. There was a love story involved, not yeah. only with the aliens, but it turned out we had a moment of redemption. That's right. I was for, about to say. For the leader of the pack, Craig Schaefer. Yeah, you thought he was this evil scumbag who didn't appreciate her, but he appreciated her. He is a Torah. Unexpected face turn. Exactly. He turned babyface by the end of the movie because he really loved her. Meanwhile, the alien captain, commander, who they, she was all into because he was the new dope shit. A, B, C, D was his name. Well, the the commander, he was the one she thought she's like that's the guy i want i need him and I need he was him. crazy about her too right but now it turns out there is no emotion they have emotions removed this that's is right. all a message it was all a message movie back so if in she came the back to his planet she would she wouldn't be able to love anyway right she would lose that ability and that's and that was that was the real important part because she had real love here even though she didn't think she did she really did that was the most important part of this movie well then it was it was really then a we, love we skipped story. over to michael berryman from The Hills Have Eyes, from yeah. Weird Science, from this many, many movies. Part of the movie for me. Right. And the broad from uh, Duet, who also was Chandler's boss in Friends. Yeah, who hasn't, who, uh, there's got to be who some literally, sort of secret to I mean, yeah, she's bathing in virgin's blood somewhere because she has not <laughs> aged. Evidently, I mean, she, she drank the grail. Yeah. She hasn't aged, she hasn't aged did, a bit. Everybody did learn how to fix a chainsaw in this movie. So that was one Well, book. that exactly right. So that was, and it turned out that, Michael Berryman wasn't such a bad guy. He was a chainsaw killer. Wasn't yeah, so such a bad a guy. Maniac chainsaw killer, but heart of gold. But heart and of I mean, gold was just learned, looking for Miss Wright. Yes, learn to love. And Michael Berryman getting the girl. Yeah, and that never and happened. And the guy, the guy, with, the guy with iron lung, I mean, that was just oh, fabulous. They, yeah, I don't even know. Okay, listen. The fact that the movie is goofy, yes, come on. This movie yeah. was ridiculous. It's the fact that this movie got made... Was even worse. It's even more ridiculous. And we knew when we were watching it, like this is a passion project that somebody had. <laughs> right. We we figured this is somebody <laughs> the guy who was dating P is a door is like, baby, you can totally and it had to be a Middle Eastern dude with like tons of money. Had to be. Had it's to like be. And like, he was just like, Oh baby, Saudi you are you a number one singer in America. I'd make you I make you next Jenna Jackson. Famous singer, baby. You'd be like Madonna in uh, Truth or Dare, it'd be fun. And then Madonna. <laughs> You're gonna be like the Madonna. And then it Let's just see. Uh, it all went to hell. Written by. Let's look. Written by Edward Gold. See that he knew it was gold. And James. Hetfield. No. <laughs> he wrote the music for it. Gudiatani. G U I. Oh, there you go. D O T T I. There it um, is. And there it is. And there, there. Let's let's read a little about about Edward Gold. Oh, well, there's not much to say. Well, can't, see, like, this can't is, imagine this is why. what we need. This is what you should. We want the book report to be fast facts that we should have been hit this with. Is, right. This is what we needed. Coming um, in guns blazing, talking about this fine musical. Wait a minute. All, what? Wait when a was minute. it? When? What year was it made? Eighty four. Um. Go. Wait a minute. Gold worked as a pianist. And toured international, <laughs> toured internationally. Um, I don't know why. 
why you don't know why he toured internationally or he's a he was a composer but i guess he He was a poser right yeah he wrote the this is i don't understand I don't understand you know why composer? he... Uh, Kip Winger. Not a lot of people know that. He got wrote that movie. I mean, that does make sense. I mean, I mean, the James guy doesn't even have a page. There's nothing about him at all. There's the who? The other writer of the movie. Oh. He, there, he doesn't even have a page. Oh, he probably made sure he took his fucking name off this, this piece oh, yeah. of shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he, he literally... He, this was the most terrible movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, um, I doubt that. I don't. I don't. It, it was conceived as a B movie spoof. It says. Oh, absolutely! It was. It was yeah. supposed to be a goof on the fifties. That sort of the, those uh, those type of films. And then they rewrote it as a musical for some reason. Right, because again, I think the guy who was putting money up was kind of like, "If you put Bia is in it, make her a superstar." She knows how to sing. She Let sings like sing. an angel. Get that hot Ruth Gordon in it too. Yeah, oh, Ruth Gordon. Poor Ruth Gordon. God. Did she die after this movie was made? I think she died during this movie and they didn't tell her. Just fall down. Oh, she <laughs> died a year later. Yeah. <laughs> Just looked she, it up. Poor okay, Ruth listen Gordon. to this. Here's a fun fact. Um, of course it was filmed in Atlanta, believe it or yeah. not. Yes. Not no, that was a big that was a big deal. <clears throat> yeah. Um, in nineteen in April nineteen eighty four, Pia Zadora and Jermaine Jackson headed to Italy above, above the Dora's personal jet to shoot a personal, music video yes. yep. for their duet "When the Rain Begins to Fall." Although the song already appeared in the movie, the plot of the music video had absolutely Has nothing, nothing to do with to the do film. With anything else? And there was yes. entirely different casting crew. It was decided that the video would be tacked on to the end of the film. They shoehorned, yeah. except the they put it them. into the beginning of into the, the film. beginning of the film in some weird. <laughs> The aliens are looking for rock and roll. Yeah, and that's what they turned on, and we're like, "This is where we're stopping." Yeah. They didn't go to any other planets until they saw the fucking Jermaine Jackson video, and that's what made them go Earth. That yeah. has that has rock and roll there. Like we need to go there immediately. Yeah, like look that's, at this. Place. That's what they did. Yeah, I was and shocked it... that somehow Piazzadora has private <laughs> jet money. But that's what I mean. Like she's got, she has a private jet that she can get on. And go to Italy with. Now, that being said, I personally think that since somebody just wrote this in their Wikipedia article, P. Isadora actually used her frequent flyer miles and flew TWA over to Italy. She's a coach. But she's like, hey, you guys better put it on your Wikipedia that I had my private plane, me and Jermaine, because I'm I'm sure it wasn't Jermaine's plane. It was was definitely P. Isadora's. It yeah, was, this, I mean, it, this movie is point. literally garbage. This movie's hot garbage. I mean, it's such garbage. And, um, I, I, please, like I said, if you ever want to ruin a relationship with anybody, this is the movie to put on. Like, if, like, if you don't like your kids anymore and you want them to move out, just play this over and over and over and over again. Tell them this is, tell them this is the dope shit and then play that. <laughs> Invite yeah, all their yeah. friends over. Yeah, that's what all the kids are into today, right? And say, I hear you <laughs> kids are into this rock and roll, huh? Let's see how this handles. And then you just turn this movie on and lock the door so they can't leave. So they can't <laughs> leave. And then, I mean, they're they're going to run out screaming or go through a window or the movie literally, like you guys are goofing on it, saying it's a love story. It literally has. It is. It, it is. There's, there, no, there is a plot. It, it. is. There's, the a, plot there's is a love garbage. Not. 
It's no, it, it really does. I'm it, not saying it's a good love story, but it no, is a love no. story. There's there's a huge plot involved in this whole stupid movie, and it was like it's it's so fucking ridiculous. It's but, all about yeah, ABCD yes. Absid falling in love with Pia Zadora, right? Learning to love, but then losing her at the end because he can't. But, yeah, him not understanding that love means something, and he doesn't understand what love is. He just assumes. Craig Sheffer, Frankie. Oh, who did who didn't care about anybody learns to love, right? And he understands. You know, and and what's up with the lady like that had all the stuff in her hair? She had like a Hershey bar in her hair. She yeah. had, yeah. I mean, like and, uh, the one that was jogging, the fat girl, the fat girl. No, no, no. This one was in like the diner scenes. She was in the diner scenes. She huh. like had like a beehive almost, and. She had like a Hershey's bar in her hair. She had some toilet paper in it her hair. It was just, it was literally just corny. Yeah, it was a yeah. sight. It was a I mean, it was just. Because her hair is so big. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a, just, a corny 80s. But I mean, we, I did look up some reviews on Amazon because, you know, that's what I like right. to do. Um, so I'm going to read a couple. I want to, I want to go with the one stars because I feel like if there's any five stars, this movie doesn't deserve it. Um, and I'll read a couple one stars and we'll see if there's any five stars. But this is from um, Armand. It says, Chuck and Sal, I hate you both for making me watch this. I don't know. One star. Um, what? Yeah, nobody made him watch it. Somebody was a another, big pussy and decided another, to go up. I'll watch it with you, kid. See, I, I, heard, I heard this gobbledygook on the Sunday game yeah. show. We, 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 uh, Okay, we let me finish reading my Oh, yeah, please, right. please do. There's another these, one from these, somebody called... These are as real as your book report. <laughs> <laughs> There's another review. It's one star from Big Evil Pops. I don't know who that is either. Um, it says, awful, just awful. After watching this steaming... Wrong. After watching this steaming heap of blue and orange tentacle dung, I now know Sal and Chuck hate us. Screw you guys. Um, so that's some one stars. Let me read some five stars even though they're shocks me i please say here's a five-star review from justin um teasley nielsen kirby five stars a space disco rock opera filmed around a 70s atlanta futuristic architecture my brain Mm -hmm. is exploding i'm only partly finished it's difficult to swallow all at once but i love this so much already (laughs) armand said a that's masterpiece. That's what Armand said. Um. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, okay. The prepared. crown. No, we're gonna read this one. It's a little long. <laughs> really? This is from Alan. Oh, a little long. <laughs> well, wait. You know what? I'm doing my report. Yeah. Are you? Go ahead. Yeah. The crown jewel of my collection. So, this movie is really serious. I spent an entire afternoon combing the island of Manhattan, looking for a place that carried carried used VHS cassettes. After a rather fruitless search, I stumbled upon a porn shop on the corner of 26th and 6th. Movie watch with you guys. They had a a stack of VHS tapes along the bottom edge of this store that I decided to look through. After looking at the ridiculous cover of this tape, 
I flipped it over and read the first sentence. A guitar-shaped spaceship strikes across the night sky in search of the origins of rock and roll. I purchased the movie then and there and have never looked back. <laughs> of all of the actual movie, I can only say great things. If you, however, you are one of those crumb crumb mudgeony types who looks back on the eighties. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, it, that's not crumbudgeon. Oh. But old old crumbudgeony showing. Oh, crumbudgeony! The crumbudgeony oh, running. God. Tennessee who looks Public back on the School. 80s and feels regret and loathing. <laughs> you should run from the hills. You know what? I'm just done. I'm done. Run tonight. from the hills? You, guys, you live in a... No. Done. Can, see, you skipped over You skipped over another one-star review, Kat. I got to save you here. Yeah. From Jerome Hall. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say. Hall. What the fuck? Thanks, Chuck and Sal. I might hurt my, hurl myself off of a building. <laughs> see, once again... <laughs> I don't understand where the blame is being shifted to me and you, Sal. Yeah. Because you guys picked it. I picked nope. it, but this was your nope. thing. This was your thing. You didn't. Yet, you dragged everybody else. Just watched down. it. You dragged everyone else into the mud. I didn't. You. They didn't have to go into the mud with exactly. Me. You got it. So that's not my you fault. Just, or is it you but just. But you guys away. picked the movie. You it two matter. picked the movie. This it was doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't mean it anything. Does the fact no. that we watched. Irrelevant. The fact that we picked the movie. It doesn't well, mean it's, it's your fault. It's your fault. No, oh. it means you drag these dumb idiots into this with you, and now they're upset because they sat there for no reason with no payoff. At least if they took a girl to the movies, except for Jay Hall because he's one of the gayest gamers ever, it would be one of the situations where they would at least possibly get a, a kiss or at least a hand job in the movie theater. They got nothing for doing this. They got to watch a fabulous movie with me, and that's enough. They all so what are they bitching about? Then? Got the the what is no, it? No, it was the a terrible fucking human movie. centipede treatment. Yeah, it was a terrible fucking movie. Yes, fucking that, yes, terrible. That, 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 Doesn't mean you is... had to hurt everybody else. Yeah, I didn't. They chose <laughs> exactly. Oh, really? Chose. Okay. Wait a are you saying it? Are you, you're saying exactly what? No, we're saying. I'm saying you got. I'm saying we're like I'm not to blame. And that's the end of that chapter. And I'm not to blame because I didn't pick the movie. You, no, but you brought them with you. You could have just watched Doesn't the movie because it was you your assignment. The movie. You two picked it the movie. It was your assignment. You two guys, picked the movie. Guys, next time smart enough. Well, yeah. you guys aren't my teacher. Like, you guys don't. I, no, I can do whatever I want. You got one star. <laughs> yeah, one star. <laughs> I don't actually, care how many actually stars. Actually, two stars are. because you managed to hurt three other people in the process. <laughs> <laughs> You managed to to lure three other dopes into watching this with you. That's a terrible you know, movie. Super general. I'll give you four. One, an extra star for each victim that you pulled <laughs> into this black hole with you. I mean, did you? Why did you guys even watch this? Why did you finish it? I'm curious. Okay, so I had seen the trailer for this. I know that um, you guys had to be drinking. Absolutely. Well, no, I had seen the trailer for this um, a while back, and I was I was floored. And I had completely forgotten about the movie. You know, like it was one of those things. Like I saw the trailer and was like, oh, my God, this is awful. And I kept saying, I go, you know what? It's not really a horror. It doesn't look like horror. So we don't have to ever watch this movie. Yeah. So <laughs> the night the night before, it was just we were like, OK. And then we woke up that the next morning and it was just I was like, I came across it on Amazon and I went, oh, fuck, dude. Oh, my God. So it was kind of one of those, all right, let's just watch it. Yeah. And then, why? 
Well, you just watch movies. Yeah. No, you don't watch yeah. this movie. Well, we're going to give it the well, old no, 10 we know to 15 you minute we, we just watch movies. We just watch movies. So then while watching it, we realized that there was a horror tie-in when Michael Berryman played a chainsaw killer. Once he and shows said, up. Oh, my God. It's what not, better way? not a horror movie. What better way to get across to 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 cat to understand that when we pick movies, there are reasons we pick them. We, we pick movies for reasons. Just and, and, and right, and well, you didn't want to watch Meatball Machine, so we gave. Yeah, an and option. I don't, I don't want to watch Meatball Machine too. So, oh, but then, but we're gonna, we're gonna watch. It's gonna be good. It's gonna yeah. be fun. So it's gonna be even better now. Not yes. gonna watch it. Yes. I think you would have liked Meatball Machine. I, I really do. No. That's that's why I think it's, it's uh, crazy. It's so bloody. yeah. Let's let's get into the the actual show. But um, once again, Cat didn't watch the movie even with a room full of dummies supporting her. <laughs> even with her backup of idiots. When the cat begins to fall, yeah. they're not idiots. <laughs> oh no, they're idiots. They're idiots. No, they're um, not. Oh, Sorry. they are complete idiots. No, they're not idiots. I love them, but they're idiots. No, they're nope. they're completely idiots. <laughs> No, they're not. There's not a smart one among when Justin is the smartest guy in the room. Idiots. Well, let's be honest. Justin didn't have yeah. the option. Smartest guy in the room. Justin didn't have the option. He would have been there. Well, he no. he texted me. said, no way he's going in. Yeah, he's like, there's no way I'm watching that piece of shit. And we're like, smarter than everyone else didn't there. Have, he didn't have a Discord. So there was smarter no way for him to come in the there. room. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. So now. Whatever. Those. those very dopes that had to watch that movie. Oh, but anyway, so the real part of this, the real, the real meat of <laughs> now this your feature is presentation, your feature presentation. We've made you eat a pile of shit listening to that. If you're still, if you're still with us, if you're still paying attention, exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. And so now we, uh, so we got meatball machines. So. Anybody who is into the, the J horror, I think uh, this has nothing to do with that. This has this has absolutely nothing. If you're looking for, if you guys love J horror. This is not yeah, something. This is want. not the movie you need to watch. Um, all the you know the shit. Oh, we need the subtle nuances and little creepy girl with the with the stringy hair and the white face. Yeah, that's not this movie. None of that. Um, yeah, there's no substance. There's no. Well, no, I think there is substance. I a think there's, bit, a, but... there's a lot going on here. So here's the, here's the quick. We'll give you the quick of this. Um, the, the whole thing, we start out with, um, we start off strong with a suicide. <laughs> like the movie, <laughs> literally movie starts off with uh, uh, the suicide of uh, some elder, older gentleman. Yeah. Um, looks like you know he's he's had a rough day and he's just gonna go fucking geek himself in his garage. I feel like that's a I think that's a start to a lot of Japanese movies for some reason. Yeah, I yeah. got that I got that sense that this isn't uh, this isn't the it's first like time the, in a movie with this kind of thing. It's the old businessman, no shoes on. He's got the suicide note right there. It's all nice, um, nice and neat. Yeah. So everything's very prepared. He's you know this is how everybody's gonna find him. So. Um, so the end, the end of this guy's life now is, is about to happen. And all of a sudden, he is caught off guard by an unseen force. Okay, so we're not really sure what that is. Next scene, 
uh, is the Necroborg fight. And we yes. see two uh, abominations uh, that look honestly like if a Guar concert met Screaming Mad George. Uh, now, I don't know if you guys are, if you guys remember Screaming Mad George from back in the 80s and 90s. He was like one of the top Japanese FX guys. And he used to do some fucking mind bending shit. Um, I think he was involved with uh, Freaked with uh, Alex Winters. Oh, okay. Another, another great movie. Another phenomenal movie. Right? Well, that's a, that's, a, that's a very underrated movie. Yes, it doesn't get enough doesn't get enough uh, love from it, but shine. Um, but definitely, Scream Man George was he was awesome. He was an amazing uh, FX guy back in the day. But so this movie starts off now again. We have this Necroborg fight where these two crazy fucking cyborg dead monsters basically are fighting this, each other. This whole movie's about body horror. Yeah, and just yeah. pain. It's like uh, it's like a Hellraiser. Power Rangers kind of yes that's oh, I, I, I have I have I wrote notes down and that was one of my big things I wrote if Pinhead went to Angel Grove High School <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah great yeah. Lines thing like because um, we immediately have this Necroborg fight the one beats the other you don't know who's who you have zero idea what is going on you just it just you cuts know? to this fight and it's just happening. This fight is just happening, and one beats the other, and out of nowhere, this guy in a, in a welding mask spears him from behind and pulls this thing out, and there we have it. And then him and this mystery girl with a bandage around her neck and her leg in a splint. So you're like, huh? What? What's happening? And then time to catch my yeah, breath. We don't stop. We don't stop here because we go straight to a small apartment in Japan and there's somebody jerking off to a... <laughs> well, here's <laughs> where we meet our hero. <laughs> our hero. Our hero is jerking off in bed. Yoji. Squirting into some tissues, sees the girl, and then it's confusing to him and boom, it's his friend. And we don't know why this. We're like, wait, what the fuck is going on? His, uh, then his before neighbor... you can even before you can even figure out where you are and go, okay, wait, let me get my bearings. Where it's some little kid who just finished cheering on Gamera at a baseball game, and he shows up and he sees blood all over the place. So of course he goes and checks it out. Got to look at it. Gets on bikes. Got to check it out. Right, and he gets yanked by these tentacles. Um, and I got to tell you this as somebody who loves cheap fx though the air hoses were fucking so effective as they, these squirming crazy uh like hentai anime tentacles give the japanese credit they do a lot with so little even yeah sometimes. even their low budget was amazing because I, um, I i felt like this movie reminded me a lot of the guyver as well yes absolutely there's there was so much of that i don't know if anybody um, out there has seen the guyver movies but those the same vein is that is that same super violent incredibly gory monster fights it's fantastic yeah um well so one of the other the the kid well the kid gets taken over right by the right right the kid gets you see these air tentacles right yeah they, uh, <laughs> they, they pull this kid behind a pillar you just see some blood next thing you do is you find this kid is in this weird bio armor and he's kind of doing that zombie walk. Yeah. It looks like he's dead. 
yeah, he's kind of doing this this shuffle, the zombie shuffle. Um, so what we wind up doing now is he's walking across the street and he is hit by a bad Asian driver. He takes the old RoboCop. And this kid gets smeared across the windshield. <laughs> just explodes, just pops like a blood the, balloon. Yeah, the, the guy gets out of his car and he looks, see, all he sees is intestines everywhere. And then proceeds to vomit everywhere. To which now he is kind of collecting himself outside the car where there's a pile of dead kid guts. And (laughs) another one of these, uh, one of these things kind of just jumps down on him. Yeah, and latches onto him. And latches onto him. And now he is a necroboard. Now he's been infected. Okay. So now with all these boom, 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 boom scenes, we are now brought back. Um, to our hero. Our hero is now Yoji. He's sitting at lunch. And he's just, you know, doing his his normal little lunch routine. He's a bit of a loner. He sits out there yeah. by himself. He's sitting out there eating, his, eating his, his gimmick. And then he sees her. She is out hanging her laundry up. As, <laughs> at you, work. as you do. At work. For some reason, I... Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter why. She lives, <laughs> she lives by the factory, across from the factory. So we're not really sure what's happening, but now Yoji is watching her and the guys, these who, and the Japanese do this so well. They do this. Uh, the, uh, maybe I, I want to say it could be the translation because sometimes the American translations don't always work. Yeah. But they always make these guys, these guys who are so sexually charged. <laughs> They're so scummy. They're so scummy on every goddamn level. Now, and all they're talking about is the girl they banged last night, the person he, you know, he was with last night, the one guy didn't get, you know, didn't finish up with her, uh, the other guy, um, all kinds of shit going on. But it's like this weird thing where, like, you have the leader guy, like the alpha guy. Yeah. And he's, he's, a, piece, and- he's a piece of shit. And then everybody else is just like, it's like Gaston. Everybody's like, oh, he's so great. Yeah. Imagine if Gaston was rapey in the show, in the movie. Because the one guy says, he's like, they go outside and the guy sees him. He goes, oh, I'd like a piece of that. And then they all run to the fence. Yeah. And they're all staring. They're all and They're all staring at this girl as she's doing her laundry. And he goes, and then like lackey number one, who he, the guy literally doesn't have a name. He's like, oh, can I have sex with her after you? What's <laughs> on like, with her? You guys can he goes, have her. If you pay her, and he's like, "Are you serious?" Ha ha ha! And they're all laughing at it, and you're like, "Whoa, man!" He's like, "They are really hammering home that these guys are pieces of shit." So, um, you know, they kind of he kind of gives looks to Yoji, and he's like, "Oh, what's the matter? Are you a virgin?" You know, shit like that. Like they just yeah. oh, you like her too, no fucking reason. And and Yoji silently like sees right. him getting mad. He just says nothing because again, that's our hero, and you can't if he was if he was a real hero. He has no reason to get involved in such talk about a woman, especially yeah. one he's been staring at for. <laughs> he would have beaten all these guys up. Right. We all would have learned a lesson. That'll that'll learn him. Uh, but now, again, we are having this this thing where we're not really sure what's going on. Um, we just know that, you know, work is a big yeah. part of what's <laughs> what this guy's <laughs> life is. Yoji likes um, this girl. 
she and, doesn't notice him. But nobody talks to each other, right? Nobody nobody's talks to each chatting, other. Nobody's talking. Um, we again jump. We change gears real, real fast, like to craziness, and we're having another Borg fight. So we have the the guy with the windshield wiper. Yeah, the guy who was taken, the guy in the van who hit the kid. Right. So we we have that him versus the guy in the welding mask. Yeah. They're having a fight. So again, you're not sure who this guy is, why they're fighting or cuz this guy the guy in the welding mask doesn't look like the rest of them. No, and I do appreciate the, right. I do appreciate the movie where it's like, okay, here's some like slow Here's your loser hero. Okay, we're kind of losing you. Okay, here's a Necroborg fight. <laughs> right, Get, right, right. We're trying to win you back. Yeah, we've we've talked to you enough about this this schmuck. Watch this. This is cool. Watch this. Um, so I I labeled him as the windshield wiper Borg Drildo because I think that's where I got the idea <laughs> for the Drildo. Um, for the Drildo, I feel like that would sell amazingly if you could just like basically it looks like an Earth borer machine, and if you sold it as a sex toy. And you called it the drill dough. I think that would it would go over, and I think people would would go, lose their minds. Million Especially, dollar idea, right? Right. So just remember that it came here first. Um, so we see drill dough fighting, who I started calling him the Borg executioner, yeah, because yes. it's it's very obvious he's not a Borg. No, you know, he's, he's not a, a he's normal guy. He's just a normal dude who now it's you're not really sure what he's doing there. He has some but sort of like. Spear gun spear blade gun. thing, right? Yes, he does indeed have that spear gun blade thing, but he is only there to kill them. Yeah, he doesn't do what the rest of them do. The other one we've seen eat the heart out of the other one. We have not seen the executioner guy do that yet. No. So, um, and for some reason, did you notice the dead squirrel with the crossbow bolt in it? Yes. For no fucking <laughs> no reason. reason whatsoever. Yeah. They just show a picture. It's, it's fake, obviously. It's just like a, a completely cartoonish version of it. Um, I have a dead squirrel. Well, it's like a it's like a stuffed animal squirrel. Yeah, some sort of like rodent thing. But like there's a crossbow bolt in it. Yeah. For... So like it's been killed for some reason. <laughs> this, that was like a whole other film, I guess. Yeah, like some other movie was happening and they just you just weren't sure why. Oh, that'd be um, funny. If, you, if we ever watched like a horror movie one day and like a squirrel gets killed and like all of a sudden just two necroborgs just pass by fighting. Like, You'll oh, know why. You'll know where There's the tie-in. From. Holy shit. And we, and we have it. Um, so we are now, now I know we've, we've mentioned a lot. We are still like 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah, we're not even, we're not even halfway yeah. through here. We haven't even gotten to shit yet. So now our hero, again, is this lonely little guy and his the friend... Pedic. Non-confrontational his, dude. Now the guy who shows up, his buddy. Okay, um, his buddy in the jogging suit. <laughs> he is the guy that you expect to see in these movies. Um, he's like he seems like he would be like the real badass. Yeah, in the movie. I guess like a like a gangster style guy. He, like that's a, what he really seems to be. But it's just it's just Yoji's friend. Um, yeah, it's just his neighbor who just Kramers his way into his apartment all the time. Every day he just Kramers his way in, asking for money. Like, he's there, and he, and he goes, "Yeah, let me borrow money." And you're like, "What do we care?" And it had nothing to do with the movie. No, 
She's just like, his, what the fuck do I need this for? He's just his outgoing neighbor. So we come to find out later on that Yoji, he comes back to pay back Yoji. Like in a movie where you don't expect any sort of storyline for this to follow. <laughs> he's like, oh, I, I'm here to pay you back. And he's like, oh, okay. No, don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. So now Yoji goes to the movies. And this is, he gets this is just another random fucking scene. And, and a woman appears in the back of the theater. She comes down. She sits next to Yoji. And she starts feeling him up. It's obviously a man dressed as a woman. It's a tranny. And immediately, she's like, I think I'm in love. You're cute. <laughs> well, at first he tries so, to shift over one seat. Because he's like, what the fuck is this? And she follows. Right. She follows him up. And then, again, we do the situation where he moves over, she moves over. So then she grabs his leg and he goes here now, here, here, what are you doing? Very politely. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what fucking, a, so fucking politely. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Like what's going on? And then he gets up and leaves. So now he's outside. She's with him. She tries to like hook up with him and he finally shoves her away and is like, leave me alone. Is what he says. Yeah, he calls her a pervert. He calls her a pervert, and then she gets hot, and she beats the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so after she beats him up, throws him in the garbage, she spits on him, which it really, when she hopped on him, that yeah. got me, I was like, oh, yeah, whoop, they, they, whoop. They, don't, they don't pull any, uh, they don't they, pull any uh, punches. The biggest used, loogie. Yeah, they used Zell Gel for the <laughs> spit, and it was, it was brutal. It's like, so bad. Yeah, because it was just like that slimy mess, and it was like, oh, Ugh. fuck. But yeah, it was really a situation where you're like, uh, uh. you can't watch this. Yeah. Um, so, so they really go out of their way to establish Yoji as this, this kid who just gets, everybody just beats on him. He's, you weak. know, this guy gets no respect. Yeah, he's a weak, nothing shut in. Um, so, and the thing that bugged me that when she spits on him, is like it's right on his open cut. Uh, yeah. Scrape from when he got pushed. Like I was like, oh God. Anyway. Um so we <laughs> Oh wait a minute. So did the uh did the altercation with like his I guess it was his boss happen happen? first. It happened first. No, 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 right? no, not yet. No, no, no. Hang on. Oh, okay. No, yeah, we, we haven't gotten to that yet. It was after it was after the prostitute. God, was he just beat up that many times? <laughs> yes, that was that was the point. He got beat up so much in this movie. So the end, the, the, the whole point being, he goes home, his friend comes in again without, again, without being invited or knocking or anything. And Yoji is beat up and he's like, oh man, you look like shit. What happened? And he's like, oh, nothing. And <laughs> then he's like, got beat up by a tranny. yeah, he, he can't tell him that. So then he says, oh, well, Hey, I'm just gonna, I'm here to pay you back. So you're like, oh man, that's okay. That's unusual, but okay. <laughs> all right. Great. <laughs> oh, all right. That's, I guess that means something. Pay your hospital um, bills. Right. So we, we, we watched this, but now we're, not, we're totally unsure what, what's going on. He's like, you want to get something to eat? And he's like, I could do that. He goes, well, what about this? You want to get laid? And he's like, wait a minute. Have you never been laid before? And you know, he's like, ah, well, and he hems and haws. Jump cut. We're, in a, we're with a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a prostitute. Friend. Yeah. Like, My really? buddy just paid for a hooker to get me laid. All right. It was probably, no, it's a funny thing. It's probably Yoji's money. Yeah. <laughs> The money he was paying him back with. The money he was trying to pay him back. No, I bought you a whore. 
Yeah. So, um, but Yoji can't do it. Wait, actually, we skipped. We skipped an important part, and I apologize. Um, it was the, after the hooker, after the uh, tranny beat him up. Tranny beat him up. He's laying in the garbage, and he gets this more slime on him, and it turns out to be one of the bio engines that yes, we saw okay. attack the little kid earlier. Yeah. So that jumps down, he moves, and then it just goes inert. Yeah, just stops. And you're just like, you, you know, we don't. It doesn't make sense yet. None of this makes sense yet. And I guess because he I his job is he works at like a machine shop or whatever. So now he's interested in this thing. And so well, well, right. So he takes this home. He puts it, it in. He puts it in a bag and takes it home. <laughs> and just throws it into his closet. Right. So now, because that's what you do. Um, he takes it home. He pulls it out. And it looks like a Zerg brownie. Like the top of it just has this like slime on top. So yeah. I'm assuming that these, they took the form of the crab because they showed a crab earlier for yeah. no reason. So I'm assuming that, it, you know, they kind of took this form to kind of look like a crab. <clears throat> so he takes it to his, 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 yeah, he takes it to his work and he tries the drill press to use it. And the drill press can't even, can't even scratch it. It breaks the, it breaks the uh, drill bit. Right. So we're like, okay. Um, so, then he meets up with his friend. His friend comes to the place. Uh, Yoshi puts the thing in the bag, puts the bag in his closet. Lee lets it go. His friend takes him out. He refuses to sleep with a hooker. And then on his way home, he stops his boss or the guy with the suit uh, that we meet earlier. He stops <coughs> him from raping Laundry Girl. Yeah. So that's, and her name is Sachiko. Um, Sachiko is, is being attacked by Soup Boy. Yeah. And, and, here, and here's like Yoji's big moment. He's going to come right. in and save the day. And he runs in to save her and he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> his boss beats the shit out of him. He beats the shit out of him. He beats him up like, and then it doesn't even bother sticking around. He just leaves. His boss yeah. just takes And he off. says, as he's walking away, he, he looks at her and he goes, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> not even like, not even like, I'll see you later. He yeah. Is, I'll see right. you later. I'll see you at work just, tomorrow. <laughs> He just leaves. I'll see you at the town hall meeting at work. And again, tomorrow. this might be a situation where the American translation just doesn't make sense, but in Japanese, it probably makes a great deal of sense. Yeah. Is so, it like the equivalent of just calling her like a bitch? Yeah, I'll it's see like, you uh, It's like Sully and Commando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so now this is the first time Sachiko and Yoji talk. Yeah. And we have this, you know, we have a, a very tender moment. Of, she takes pity on him. You know, very much pity. There is a lot of pity going on. Um, and it's just kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's very, and again, this is where we we maybe don't understand. But I think it's kind of one of those, uh, it's, a, you know, the Japanese thing. Yeah, this is romantical. Yeah, it's a very romantic, a lot of respect going on. Maybe getting beat up by a tranny gives you like good luck. Finding relationships or something <laughs> like a kappa. <laughs> um, so the the wind up being now is she she they start talking and they actually hit it off because she likes him. Yeah, and she's kind of she said she's always liked him, right? Yeah, she's like I've always seen you, and you know, and she digs him. So you're like, all right, this is cool, and uh, we. We go to get into this, and she says, wait, before we kiss, because he kisses her. 
and she's cool with it. So now you're like, all right, everybody's happy. Connection. So she says, before before we go on, I have to tell you. And you're like, oh, here we go. Here's the here's the reveal. What? So what she could... goes, oh, I have a scar in my chest. And you're like, scar in my chest. Okay, that's not bad. Let's see what we got here. And sure enough, um, she opens up her shirt. Well, actually, she lets Yogi, Yoji open up her shirt. And he does it like so clumsily that he might as well let the other guy open up her shirt. And it's like this fresh red bloody scar. And you're like, I was going to say, it looks like she was just stabbed by somebody. Like she just had surgery. And you're like, what is that? And she's like, uh, the bastard has been abusing me up until I was in high school. And you're like, whoa, wait, what? So at first you think she's talking about the guy that Yochi just chased off. Yeah. And then you come to find out, nope, it was her dad. He's been physically scarring her so nobody would want her. And at the same time, he's been, you know, raping her. And you're like, wow, this is this is a lot. They have maybe it's a lot. Yeah. Yes. You're like, whoa, whoa. Is that in their first date? Yeah. They've just met. And she's telling him this. And then she's so then she also admits that. She got so sick of it that she picked up an iron bar and hit him. And now he's a vegetable in a bed that she has to take care of. Good for her. So, so yeah, you're like, whoa, where, what's going on here, man? So we, we, we get that reveal and she's torn now. She's like, I feel terrible because now I have to take care of the man I hate the most. Yeah. And she likes Yoji. And she likes she feels Yoji. like all of her scars are just going to turn him away. And then she's like, she's like, I have one on my thighs and my butt and my legs. Do you want to see those too? Like, and it, for a second, she seems like she gets mad at Yoji. Yeah. And it's he's just like, like looking at her like, no, it's cool. We're good. It's like she starts getting psychotic. She starts giggling almost. Yeah, like... she starts getting a little crazy. Like she had a break. So now immediately the bio engine in the, in the closet wakes up and just the two pincers come out the door and this hit her square in the chest. So now this thing is on top of her. Now I have to say this, this was, this was weird. So the bio engine hits Sachiko and it's drawn to the despair and negativity yeah. in her. Okay. So we'll, we're going to talk about that more later because we get some more, we get some more exposition. Because the whole her. time she's telling the story to Yoji, it's starting to react in the closet. You can see right. like switching. So now, this this was weird because now the bioengine was very, very sexualized in yes. in its in its takeover to a point of it looks like it was wrapping around her and penetrating her. They don't show it obviously, but it's inferred, and she is having this you know kind of a she's taking it, but not you know what I mean, like sort of thing. It's a, it's a Japanese movie with tentacles. You well, that. I also think I do think uh, the part of this was the fact that that's the story she was telling. Her sexual torture, story, so reacting. Her to torture sexual. came from it, right? And that's what it reacts to. Because, we'll, like I said, we'll talk about it later because there, there is a little more explanation. Um, but now here's the well, other there problem: were tentacles in this movie too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other problem is. Yoji went to go fight it, went to grab it, tried pulling it off, and mm. it threw him back. It, ba- like it basically bitch slapped him. 
Yeah. And sent him reeling into the corner. He's 0 for 4 now, I think. Right. He's been beat up to fucking hell already. So while this is going on, he's watching and he can't do anything about it. Like he's uh, uh, like he is completely helpless in this situation. You're just like, fuck, like this poor fucking idiot. (laughs) So he finally got the girl. Right. Which, again, well, well, I want to get into that because I think there's a huge subtext involved in this movie. I really, I really think it's it, it's more than than a crazy gore fest. I think there was other stuff involved. A lot of themes. Yes, there was a lot of themes tackled in this. Um, so, and then Yoji's poor neighbor walks in again. Right again, his neighbor shows up and is like, "Hey, buddy!" And all and just, oh wait, well, hang on. So, Sachiko is transformed into a necroborg. So that's that's where that is. Like, like she is now full on Necroborg. We get to see the creature. Okay, we we see it entering her. Like, um, and this was kind of the funny part. Like, the way it went into her, and the way it it all happened. It was very much like a. Uh, it reminded me of like the young ones. Like or like. Uh, Mighty Boosh, like the way they would do the skits when they'd have the puppets and stuff. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it felt like because like that's how it looked. They had a little rubber puppet, <laughs> like it was a little rubber puppet there, and then like it just had these and arms, right? And and so basically, what happens is the 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 bio machine, the the little creature, goes into the host, <clears throat> and then attaches to the central nervous system, and that's what happened. We see this happen to Sachiko. Yeah. Basically, it pilots her like a Gundam. Right. And, but now this is our first time we get to see what the fuck is happening and who's doing what. So now this little, this weird silver sphere that we've been dealing with, we now know that's a creature that pilots these people. That houses the parasite that's inside right. the Right. We understand now. Thing. This makes sense. So, again, we're all kind of like, oh, okay. So now we're getting a little more information on what, what we're watching. Uh, and what's causing everything to happen. So again, after we see the little it go into her guts, like it goes into her body and like this, it's basically just, it shows all the tentacles attaching to different areas in her body. So now you understand, okay, this is piloting or great. We got yeah, it. It's like all the sin sinew or whatever, like all the, yeah, the... it's little, nerves and everything connecting yep. to each part of her on the inside but it was done it was literally done on a no budget so that's again to me i i was i love this for that reason this did all of that everything i just described it did it for probably under 20 bucks <laughs> <laughs> oh they got a lot out of that 20 bucks oh they they did man that's what i'm saying like they they knew what they were doing with this this was I realize this also great. reminds me of uh it also reminds me of lex in a way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just that the, level of low budget charm, right? With that flock of seagulls, hair assassin. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now he friend shows up, and uh, Sachiko go, she guts him. Yeah, poor guy. She just she just pops this giant fucking Gundam blade right out of her arm, and she just. Just makes his guy's guts fall out. <laughs> like she just ends him, and then we see the final takeover of Sachiko by the parasite. 
and the two goggles come out and they bore into her eyeballs. Yep. Because up until that point, she was kind of like herself, but she couldn't control what she was right. doing. And as soon as the things covered her eyes, that was it. Well, if you look at it again, it was a little more symbolism because now she no longer saw anything. It saw it only saw, you know what I mean? Like it was it was now in charge. Yeah. Now it's what the parasite was seeing. Right. She no longer had any control. So. You're kind of like, what the fuck? And. The Borg exterminator. Oh, so she grabs she grabs Yoji and just they go tumbling out the out the window. Or the wall, actually, and just go yeah. blasting out onto the street. <laughs> Take a wall bump. So Yoji, again, had his ass kicked again. Um, counter. By the girl who he was in love with as a giant, after watching her being transformed into this horrific monster. So, uh, you know, Borg Exterminator shows up, and him and his creepy, non-speaking Kill Bill daughter they save him. They save Yoji. And they take him back to what looks to be their lair. Yeah. His um, apartment or house or whatever the hell it oh, was. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, well, now here's the thing. I liked Yoji's apartment. It was, it was like a two-bedroom, like a two-room apartment. Yeah. It was, it was quaint. It was nice. He had a little, had a little workstation there. Yeah. Putting, putting his minis together. He's got his, ta- yeah, his table with all his electronics and everything. Now, that, that's another thing that was very important to the story. That we don't ever go through. Like they don't ever touch upon it. No. But he's they, he's working think, on electronics. You'd think that like he'd be figuring it out, trying to hack it almost. Yeah. Nope. He uh he had a table full of electronics and soldering irons and you know, he was working on a lot of shit, but you never know why, you never know what's going on. Yeah, that's a he disappointment. Just, that never came into uh fruition. Never came into play. Yeah. And I, I was I was a little bit I was a little bit saddened by that because that could have it would have made everything so much. It's like a Chekhov's gun just hanging there and never. Yeah. Used. Yes. Yes. So now they're fighting, and they they again they go back to the uh, Borg exterminator's lab. Okay. And now he gives you all the exposition. That, that right here is where we go into the hideout exposition. <laughs> True um, Japanese movie fashion. I'm going to tell you every fucking thing about this thing. Now, if you had any questions whatsoever, I am now going to answer them all. I'm going to answer right all here. of them. If you don't get it, you're a fucking idiot. And that's how they, they basically sell this. Um, so he doesn't know why they're here. He explains that some of them came from the ocean. Some of them came from the stars. But now they're here. Doesn't know why they're here, but they're here to eat each other. Yeah. They basically, use the whole gimmick is they take over human beings right they use humans as tools and after the fight the loser gets eaten by the winner yep and that's all he knows about them and his daughter was attacked by one but it never got to do a full transformation so that's why she's still savable so now that's the thing um you know she's not infected all the way like uh Sachiko is. Yeah, she's still she human. was saved part way. So now this doctor, who you find out he's a doctor, um, he is there to figure out what he can do to save his daughter. So now that being said, we learn that his daughter is Machino. Um and 
the doctor now he goes out for some reason, leaving Yoji there with his daughter. And his daughter, in like this real Mungo sort of way, is kind of like she grabs him and she starts taking him to this back room, secret back room, guiding so like, him. Right? She's guiding him. He's like, "What? What do you want? What are you doing?" And you don't know what's going on either. You're going, "Well, what the fuck are you doing?" So this this back room has all of these necroborg parts that this guy is mining or gardening. You know, like he's he's. He's doing something with them. He's got tanks full of them. He's got yeah. He's got parts, just body parts. Parts all are over everywhere. He like comes home and he goes, "What are you doing? I told you to wait." Not so yet. It turns out, yeah, not yet. So you're like, "Oh, whoa, what the fuck huh? are we doing?" Turns out, the doctor is growing mutated necroborgs to feed his daughter. She, they can only survive by eating other necroborgs. So he, yeah, so he's been deliberately growing them. Yep. To have so, food for her. That's why he's been going out at night and finishing off the winter from the battles. Right. So now before you go, oh, he's just doing it for his daughter. He says, I will destroy the whole planet in order to save my daughter. Yeah. He's gone so crazy. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about the earth. He is he is willing to kill each and every person and infect them in order to save his daughter's life. And she seems like she's already gone crazy anyways. She doesn't talk. She doesn't like she's kind of like a zombie. Yeah. So she's already like catatonic. Right. So now we are we are full blown into the crazy of this movie. And at no point, I'll be fair, at no point did I feel this movie was fucking dragging or slow in any way. Was that just me? Like it was, I might have been enjoying it too much. But well, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they knew they knew enough to intersperse this thing with Necroborg stuff, right? So just as when you felt like, oh, where's this? Go? Oh, okay, now we're back on track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, here's a Necroborg fight. Here's the reveal about the the dad and the daughter. Well, now again, so now we realize this crazed motherfucker is here, and he is just, you know, that's it. He's there's no stopping this guy. Right? No, this so, is his mission. What winds up happening is Yoshi, Yoji, Yoshi, Yoji winds up getting hit by this mutated necroborg. Yeah. So what happens is he gets he starts transforming, but he has such love for Sachiko that it kind of and I I also attribute it to the fact that it's mutated. Yeah, not maybe not, not as really. Strong. Yeah, it's not one of theirs. So they gave um, him the Yoji of the Necroborgs. <laughs> yeah, they gave him the dumb Yoji. <laughs> um, but now he is able to fight off one of the goggles. Yeah, he grabs it. So he only has the one eye gets pierced, but he has the other eye is his. He still right. retains half. You could say half of his humanity is retained. So right, and that's the thing. Like half of the humanity is there. And he is able to punch with his super new arm, punch through the doctor's face. <laughs> he punches a hole through his head. He punches a fucking hole through his head with his necroborg arm, which is <laughs> fucking badass. <laughs> this whole thing is just awesome. Um, so we're getting now, you know, you're getting into the fucking nitty gritty of this movie because you're like, well, here we go. Our hero is now killing people. Which you never thought Yoji would do. 
no. know, Yoji is not the killing type. But you know it's full. Here we go. We are full blown into it. We're going. Yoji's going to kill some motherfuckers because now he's necroborged up. But he's only half under control by the necroborg who is still in him, but wounded. Yes, when he grabbed the goggle, it it hurts them. It so hurt now me. that's the other Somehow thing that the doctor explained. When you're taken over by the parasite, the windup is you are feeling everything the parasite feels, and you're feeling, and it feels everything you feel, and it takes your memories. Yeah. So basically you're walking around and you're fully aware of what's happening. You just can't do anything about it. And you're in constant so, unending. And you're in constant agony. So it's like, okay, great. Like this is just fucking living hell. So many that you, you are now in. So this all is, is going down. You get all this exposition, you get in all this action. And the, the fight now is between Sachiko and Yoji. Yeah, so now the remainder of our story is he Yoji said, what he, trying what he, to bring Sachiko back. Well, that's what he says. He says, uh, the doctor says to him, if you want to save her, kill her as soon as possible. You have to kill her because she's in a living hell right now. The only yeah, way to every, save her is Every to minute kill her. his existence is pain. So he's like, but we got to be able to save her. And he's like, no, man, she's done. And the only way to save her is by killing her as soon as possible. So you're like, woof. Stiff. So Yoji's infected, but he's still okay. Like he's still hanging in. Uh, Sachiko's infected, but she's far gone. She's yeah. a full-on necroborg. And she's like a super necroborg too. Yes, and she she actually starts, and and they we we'll get into that in a minute. Um, Sachiko breaks kayfabe for a bit, and she doesn't follow the normal find other necroborgs to fight with. Yeah. She goes and finds rapey guy and she just starts beating the fuck out of him and wrapping metal around him. Wrapping she turned metal. him into a shield. Yes, and she started fighting uh, Yoji with him. Yeah, so Yoji, Yoji shows up and she's blocking all his attacks with the, with the dude who's now her and shield. And she's hitting. Him. Yeah, she's hitting him in the face with this guy. And the entire time he's just screaming. He's screaming. He's like, that through the whole sounds thing. like a lot. It sounds like a lot. I'm going to be honest. Oh, oh my God. This, it, it really is. <laughs> but just imagine and the visual. She builds a shield out of the guy and just starts swinging yeah, She wraps him. metal around him. And she just starts beating Yoji with it. <laughs> he doesn't die. And the guy's going, stop it. Help me. Oh, stop it. He's <laughs> getting his ass kicked. <laughs> um, his blood's just coming out of his mouth. Oh, there's. I can't imagine the amount of fucking blood they used on this. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you figure a B movie, they got to spray, you know, the spray tanks full of blood and shit. Yeah. I cannot imagine the amount of blood they used on this movie. Blood stocks dipped low. Oh, it was so Man. much. There was so fucking much. Um, so she, like I said, she went against the normal functions that the bio uh, necroborgs normally go through. And she finds the guy who raped her or, you know, was trying to and just starts attacking him. So it's kind of like, well, that's not what you guys do, but she's doing it. So now you know, you realize that she's not the same as everyone else. Yeah. She is a little bit more of that super Borg thing. Um, now, the, she starts taking on other forms, too. Now, everybody else who is involved, 
they would take on the form of the thing that they were with. So like windshield guy. Yeah. Windshield guy had a windshield in front of him. Yeah, he was driving you know his I mean? he was driving his van. The van right. had it. They, they had a thing where like you can see the windshield wiper wiping the blood away. All so the like blood off, right? And so, so he has that kind of incorporated on into his, his necroborg outfit. You know, like his his armor was made with a little windshield to cover blood. <laughs> and it and a little windshield goes and just wipes yeah. the blood away. When he was all covered in gore, it just wipes yeah. his face off. It was just pretty funny. So, um, on hers, she just has this really weird like bio, this giant Gundam blade, and you're like, well, where the fuck did you get that from? Um, and I assumed it was, I, this is my, this is my personal take on this. Like she used a blade because that's what her dad used to scar. Oh, cut her up. That's how I, <laughs> that's how I interpreted it. Um, and then she started doing shit like the flamethrower. Yeah. She formed a flamethrower. Yeah, gun. man. And then Shooting the bone projectiles. Yeah. So like. And then she started doing like that RPG, like the bio RPG thing, which was cool. But again, these, this is not what these guys would had. You know what I mean? Like they, the yeah. other guys did not have this stuff. They just had like kind of bladed weapons. Yeah, they just bit. had like, it, it was all, there were all these very melee weapons. So again, we got to, we got to see this whole extra part of this and it was really cool. All this crazy shit's going on. Um, her and Yoji are back and forth fighting. You know, and like it's kind of like we fight, and then she leaves. She didn't yeah. fight; like she didn't fight him to the death. And that's what they're supposed to be doing. So again, we're showing that something's up with this. This isn't the normal deal. <coughs> maybe there's maybe there's a bit of her still inside. Maybe there's can't, humanity. That so can't you're like, hurt oh, Yoji. there we go. Um, and he tries it. He tries it over and over, and he's like, "Sachiko," and then she just fucking hits him <laughs> every time. <laughs> it's me. It's Yoji. Yeah, and then she's just like, great. And then just pummels the shit out of him. Um, so again... They start having get, this cat and mouse... They really... Yeah, and then they fight. get into the big the big final fight. Right? So the final fight goes down, and he finally... He kills her. Because yeah. now he gets so enraged that... Because she starts taking, starts taking her body back. And she points the gun that she has. She made this like long range rifle on her arm and she points it to her own head and she looks yeah. at him and says, run. Yeah. She's going to kill herself, free she's herself, kill herself and free herself. Right. And then, and Yoji's rage because he couldn't protect her and couldn't save he her. He makes this gigantic ion cannon in the middle <laughs> of his chest. But again, this is all like, this is shit. That's like, this is awesome. This is an anime. This is a live action anime. Yeah. And there's no other way to describe this. Like this is a fucking. It creates like a rail a cannon. Sick, yeah. He makes this giant rail cannon in the middle of his chest. And he fires this raging blast. And, it, you know, takes her, he takes her down a whole bit. And then he beats her. Like he takes the thing out. Um, and we go back, um, Machino, Machino shows up and she pulls a parasite from her neck. So now we find, we come to find that, you know, the doctor's daughter. Yeah. She pulls the parasite, which in, she's had a, a bandage around her neck the whole movie. So we come to find out she has one of the parasites there. Yeah. She pull, pulls it right out of her neck. She pulls it right out of her neck and then smashes it into Yoji. to like, kind of like here, dude, you win. Yeah, and keep in mind these I'll things let, are about the size of like a grapefruit. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like you won. You eat me now because I'm done. I'm tired of this. You know, that's the kind of the message you kind of get. I that's what I got. Um, so he takes it and then he starts talking in his brain because now he's still he he gets his own he gets his own thing and then I believe that's the part where the second you know after he puts that new parasite in him. That one kills the other one, I think, or something. That, or yeah, what? that one kills the wounded one that has been in him this whole time. And he says, out of nowhere, he's like, I, you know, you, uh, Sachiko and everything else. And that's why I can't be, I can't let you take it over. That's why I'm going to detonate the bomb that I placed in my head. <laughs> so at some point, he he engineered a. He was building, and again, this is what we, we didn't touch on bomb. throughout the rest of the movie. Like I'm going to engineer this, and I placed a bomb in my head to detonate, so you couldn't take full control of me. Yeah, so he used so Yoji, he used his own will to create this thing inside of his body with the Necroborg. Right, machinery. and you know, and Yoji, they do an amazing. There's a spot where Yoji screams in rage. And his head explodes. <laughs> and yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, it was a great effect. <clears throat> it really looked fucking sick. It was awesome. So, and he, and get, at this point, he's just a fucking pile of blood anyway. Yeah, he's just a, there's so like so much blood, so much fucking blood. <laughs> um, and then we go to the after after game battle report. Yeah, now all of a sudden, now this just this was fucking jarring. Completely. The aliens. The aliens are talking, and it's just there's two of them. And they're like, okay, well, you know, uh, they they're talking about the fight, and they're like, these, you know, we have uh, we have this picture, and he has they have a frozen what looks like a frozen Yoji, yeah, and he's completely bald, no hair on him, and there's like this little thing in his chest, like a, a little egg in his chest, and they're like, well, we have new chassis. New chassis that are aerodynamic and way better. Yeah, they figured so out. Much, we figured out how to do this. We don't need to take over humans anymore. We got these things now. These things are going to be our vessels right. in the contest. And because Yoji had the mutated one in him, they're like, okay, um, we figured out that they can make they their power is so much better than what we made up. Yeah, because these two had a connection to it. Like, so they pan well, over. The, well, well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, that, that's a big, that's a big part. They skip over, and they as they pan back, it's Sachiko also in this frozen state, and he's like, and these two are great because they have an emotional connection, and you know when they have an emotional connection, they fight harder. Yeah, and they're more powerful than they were when they were just taking over people. Right. So they were able to create those weapons and do those things because of what they had in them. So, like, again, I feel like there's some sort of a message involved in that. By the way, a conversation straight out of, like, Critters. It's all I could think about was just two crites jawing back and forth yeah. <laughs> about this. So, we get, again, we, we come to this point where it's like, okay, great. Um, we, have, we have this craziness going on. And all of a sudden, Yoji 
wakes up and screams. Like, I felt like that was really weird. Um, Yoji wakes up and screams, and then Sachiko gets up and screams, and they're just screaming at each other. Yeah, and that's how we end it. And that's how we end the movie. So you're like, what in the fuck? It was, it, I honestly, I when the movie ended, I was just like, fuck. And that was, that's amazing. If you, if you can take a low budget movie, and, and again, it wasn't a lot of money. You no. can take a movie and do that. And again, after all the shit we watch, to sit and take a movie in and go, fuck, at the end of that movie, dude, I don't care who you are. That's a fucking good movie. I, I think they pretty much use one set. Yeah, they, the they have the time. city. Yeah, and his, the city. his apartment. The metal machine shop, which could have been the factory that they fought in at the end anyway. Yeah. You, could have been the same area. Different alleys. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, this was a situation where. I wish the Wikipedia showed the budget. I wish I, I really wanted to know how much they spent making this thing and how much money they raked in from it. Well, Could now, been... again, there was a lot of, was a lot of complaints and horseshit about this. Uh, a lot of people complained and said it was just like Tetsuo, which I don't like feel a rip it off. was. I don't yeah. feel, well, here, put it this way, rip off. What about, what about Asylum Pictures? Asylum Studios does it with everything. Yeah, they do their version of it. They've done Frankenstein. They've done Wolfman. They've done all of it. They've done the Universal monsters under the low budget banner of of uh, Asylum Pictures. Yeah. So are you going to call something a ripoff? Because it's really like, come on. But again, I like this a hundred times better than I like Tetsuo. So I don't know. That's that's me. Um. But yeah, this. This was a friggin' good movie. Now, what I found interesting was this movie was originally made in 1999. Okay, you didn't know that, you didn't know that did you? I did not. Yeah. Um, so what? Uh, so what? What put it on hold then? No, no, no. They did it. They made the movie. Uh, the director made it, and he was one of the. He was the uh, second screenwriter in this. Yeah. They made this movie in 1999. And then they decided they were going to redo it. Okay, I was going to say it's a so 1991 version out there somewhere. Well, I'm sure you could find this somewhere. Up right now. However, this was limited release in the movie theaters in Japan, 2005. The movie we watched. Yeah. So, again, we got to we got a real fucking treat with this because I feel like this was just awesome. Um, but now, I mean, like we said earlier on, like in the same vein, like if you watched Guyver and all that kind of stuff, if you like those kind of, I guess it's a rubber suit. Yeah, if, if if you if you're into the the rubber suit monster gimmick, if this is it, man. This Unapologetically is your gory. I mean, like two kids die in this film. <laughs> right, and but again, oh, what he, I forgot to talk about that when he uh, he bullet rocked her, man. Yeah, the little girl. Yeah, he. It was very Frankenstein. I was going to say that Frankenstein moment where she's trying to help him out. He's just like, she's like, hey, Mister, are you a spaceman? And he's just like, and he's under his, he's under his tarp, and he's just trying to avoid everybody because he just, he just been transformed. Yeah, and then he and shoots he the project, he, shoves something out. He throws a rock at her. That's yes, all he that's did. It. He threw the fucking rock at her, and he was like, "Leave me alone, kid." And he right, threw the rock, and he threw it so hard with his Borg part that right she just fucking died. Like she was shot, <laughs> she just fucking died, and it was just like, and she's laying there with like her guts, 
like this little bullet hole in her. And you're like, wait, oh shit. And again, he doesn't seem to have any remorse for it. It kind of surprised and thinks, yeah, he thinks it looks like Sachiko. Yeah. (laughs) So you're like, so you don't care that she's dead. You're just upset that, oh my God, hey, that's Sachiko. It could have been Sachiko. Yeah. What have I done? Right. That's why he seems really upset. And you're like, really, man? Fuck. Stiff, Yoji. Um, <laughs> so here's a fun fact. Yoji was in Kill Bill 1 and 2. And that's what he's quote-unquote known for. He was one of the Crazy 88s. He was Crazy 88 number 4 in Kill Bill 1. Uh, but uh, he, will forever, he will forever be no- Yoji. For the he'll, be, he'll always be Yoji. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, Give he, him I don't care. And he's done. He has done a shit ton of Japanese work that I, I have no idea. Like they're, I guess maybe uh, soap operas or something. Yeah. So like, uh, I mean, a lot of times they use the same stock actors for a ton of shit. Like they'll just show up everywhere. It's like the old like Kurosawa movies. Right. Right. Where everybody, same everybody actors. Is like a, yeah. They're just a studio actor. They're just in everything that the studio makes. It's like Shaw Brothers. You had these guys there. They were just there. Yeah. Um. So now here's the other thing too. Uh, the guy who did the Necroborgs, uh, which was Nishimuru, Nishimiru, um, he was the guy who went on to do Machine Girl and Tokyo Gore Police. Yeah. So when you start seeing these things, you're like, oh, hey, that looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it most definitely does. <laughs> so I don't know if you, uh, the, the director of this movie also did Versus. Yes, which I loved. I thought it was good. And I haven't seen that. that I was looking at the year like two. I don't think I've seen it since two thousand. Yeah, versus was. I remember. Uh, well, if if I were to follow Cat's logic, somebody I did not want to see anymore. <laughs> I took her. <laughs> she came over and we were hanging out. And I, and <laughs> we were hanging out, and she was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" I'm like, "I don't care." And then while I'm saying I don't care, I was taking a DVD and putting it in the player. It was versus. <laughs> and it was like, and I left, and I subtitled it. I left it on subtitle because she hated subtitles. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I'm going to watch this now. I just like, I, I could just picture you putting it. Yeah. Do you want to watch something? You're putting the, D- the DVDs already sliding in. <laughs> it was already in, already going in. What do you want to do? I don't care anything. And then I put my DVD in. Oh, what is this? Oh, it's Versus. It's pretty cool. It's about this gangster who goes into the woods, and it kind of, it's like Evil Dead, but with gangsters. It's pretty cool. Watch this. You'll love it. This is stupid. You should go home. <laughs> Why don't you get the fuck out of my house, then? Why don't you get out of here? Why don't you run up in the mountains and not bother anybody? So, yeah. Me, I, I, also, I love looking at filmographies and just seeing crazy fucking ideas for movies that they do. Like he's got, well, it's like two baseball things that he did. It's like Battlefield Baseball and one about like it's Dead Ball. The guy's got like a, a pitch that kills people or something. <laughs> like what? But the no, fuck? But, well, here's the when I uh, when it, after after the movie's over, it's like oh, you may since you like this, you might want to watch this. Yeah. And one of them was like, it was all it was gangs in the future who, you know, now it was a whole big deal about you know gangs in the in future Tokyo and. All kinds of shit like that. So, again, we it, it was basically following the same premise of we're going to watch the same movie over and over and over. Yeah, but I forever. don't think I don't think they would have the same impact as Meatball Machine. 
Yeah, Human Lanterns is. I'm looking at the list of. Uh, I watched Human Lanterns, by the way. I watched Human Lanterns right after I watched this. Did you? Yes. I've seen it there before, and I've, I kind of I know of it, but I, I've never it's, never. It's okay, it. and again, um, it looked very uh, uh, Robo Vampire. It is. It is along the same lines as Robo Vampire. Um, we just don't, you know. It's, I like kung fu movies. We all like it, but some of this was ridiculous, and you're just like, okay, well, whatever. You got to be in the mood. I yep, think absolutely. You really got to be in the mood. So, uh, one of those. Um, I'm trying to think of the other one that I watched that was not as good. Body melt. Um, it's a, it's one where the the girl's parents are killed, so she becomes a vampy Lolita. Like it's, <laughs> it's really stupid. Sure. Yeah, it's it's again. There, none of them felt as good as Meatball Machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like psycho gothic. Say, say whatever you want. That's it. Um, psycho gothica or whatever. The chick murdered by vicious gangs of assassins. Yeah. Transform herself to a gothic Lolita. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. But again, none of them none of them were as good as Meatball Machine. And people want to, you know, you want to slam the movie and say it sucked or is low budget or whatever else. Go ahead, but it was. I think the movie was good. There was so much involved in the movie. I that... cannot wait to watch Meatball Machine Kudaku. Part two, yeah, and I'll be honest. <coughs> part two had more. I think it gives more of a, it's a tighter story. If that makes yeah. sense. Um, and it's you know there's there's a lot more over a ten year gap. Yeah. Um, and this, it's it's more kind of like I, I say I don't want to ruin anything yet because it did the fun the funny part is there there was a TV show that came out in like just I think it was in the past two years that was on CBS for a while that was basically the fucking premise of this show. So I'm oh. just I'm gonna say that. Okay. But uh, yes, it was it's, not our uh, show. No, 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 no. <laughs> we were never on CBS. <laughs> CBS had a horror junkyard uh, series. No, they uh, this had the uh, I just, mm, man. I'll, we'll get into it, but uh, yeah. but definitely part two. I felt part two was so good too, and I felt better, maybe, better than the first. I one. feel part two could have been. I think might have been a little bit better because okay. just because it was tighter. I think I think they realized what they could do. I think they figured out like what we can do with this now. Yeah. You know, so I just found the trailer for the 99 meatball machine. I'm trying to see if I can find the full movie. If I can find the full movie, I'll put it up for everybody. It's exciting. Yeah, I think um, so. you, I, I think you would have liked this just because it was so crazy and there was so much shit going on. You see, all of you could have come into the meatball machine. Yeah, we could have had, we could have had a, we could have had a, a watch along for meatball machine. It would have been fucking fun as shit. <laughs> but no, you guys enjoyed your. Uh, your we enjoyed our. I mean, I guess you know, boys. You didn't the rock even watch your movie. You fucking people didn't even count the movie. You, I, I can't even say you watched it. Yeah, we watched it. We definitely did watched not. it. Yeah. How'd you yeah, wa- did, how'd you did. watch it through like your masks with the cucumber eyes on? Yeah, on them. 
Well, you know, I'm sorry you your guys. Didn't get, I'm sorry you guys didn't get to come to our spa night. So I'm sorry you're so jealous. See, you I, guys I, douched I, each other. <laughs> the only regret I have is not uh, recording that for all to hear. Because <laughs> I'm sure that was a shit mess. Uh, <laughs> sure, between sure between you three broads, it was fine. It was fabulous. Make you want to necrobore yourself. Yeah. That was a great time. I was, I was just looking for somebody to fucking put a drill in my eye. <laughs> just, you just want a pain symbiote to take over your body and, and put you in a living hell. It's the only way you can oh. escape. Jesus Christ. So, um, <laughs> did you guys hear that go by? I did hear it go by. Jesus crying out loud. It's a necroborg outside right I now. I thought it was opportunity. I thought it was just. Shooting bias. <laughs> Who's that knocking? Opportunity. Um. Now I'm I'm I've been told that we have some sort of an email or voicemail. We got two voicemails. Oh, how exciting! Right. How oh, exciting! Cat, one of your girlfriends called in. <laughs> really. <laughs> So here we here we go. Let me play. Let me, let me, let me play. Uh, girl talk or whatever. The vagina monologues. The vagina. <laughs> here we go. Dear Chuck and Sal, f you for making me watch this movie. This movie was the worst movie ever. I hate you both for making me watch this movie. Catch me, J-Hole, and Big E will watch this movie. And it stinks. You guys are big heels for making us watch this movie. You guys owe us like 50 dinners for this. See you Wednesday. Bye. Well, it's the next day. It's Armand, by the way. And this movie still sucks. And I'm still not happy. I'm... I've... been less inclined to blame Sal. I blame Chuck more now. Because he did set up the chat. And he did make it possible for us to watch the movie together. If he didn't do that, we would not have watched it. So F you, Chuck. I love you, Sal. And hopefully I'll see you guys on Sunday, if not Wednesday. Chuck, go F yourself. Bye. Hey, horror junkyard. <laughs> I just got in leaving an email. <laughs> My vagina has never smelled so lemony fresh. <laughs> He said, it's the second day. <laughs> it's the second day of my period. Well, am I still, somehow I'm still alive. Somehow I'm bleeding from my vagina and I'm still alive. Oh, stop it. I mean, I promised to kill you last. That's the they're second just, day. They're just jealous. They're, you guys are just jealous. You didn't get to Again. come to our spa night. Again, Don't jealous know why of what? it's your fault, Sal. Don't know why it's my fault. 
I didn't well, say. Be, I said to, you guys are jealous. You didn't get to come to fucking spawn night. To be night. fair, I was. I was, uh, I was then absolved. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was absolved. So basically, it was a situation of Chuck. You built that car. How dare you build that car and then I get drunk and ram it into a wall? It is your fault that I crashed that car. <laughs> if into I never a wall, built, if, you ever, if you never built that car, I never would have crashed it. If you guys would have never, never found this movie, car, it would have never happened. So it is your fault. It's so not how it works. That's how it works. works. I got no beef with you. Yeah. I have no beef with you. I have beef with the guy who made it possible to drag me to hell. <laughs> To have to have cat drag me to hell. I I I have heat with you. That makes sense. You know what though? The great thing about it is like they would. It's it's nice to know that I have people that would go anywhere with me. That's a good feeling. Yeah, they're your ride or die bitches. We know they are. They are. They are. And I love. No, we know. Trust me, we are not just like, even doubting that. Just like Justin, just like simps over you guys so hard. I think. Except Justin is the smartest one there because he did not get pulled into this trap. Justin didn't have a Discord. Doesn't matter. Still it does the matter. smartest one in the room. <laughs> that's the that's the only reason because believe Still, you me, if Justin had had a Discord, he would have been there with us. He would have absolutely I'm gonna, I'm been gonna there. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Yeah, because well, because neither Chuck nor I were there. So no, I was going to say there'd be so no reason there. for him to be there. It'd never show up. Well, that's true because he does. There'd be no reason for him I to think, show up. I think he. That would have been the first thing he would have asked. Where's where's Sal? I would have got no. We would have got a text. Yeah. Hey, y'all live streaming? You no, guys yeah. going in? You guys going into the room? No. Oh, no. Okay. Good. No, we're not. I'm going yeah, to no, Mexican I'm restaurant to get drunk. Yeah, I'm going to go drink margaritas with my uh, the girls. <laughs> But it's cool, dude. Cat's uh, got girls in her room too. Yeah, Ooh. right. Armand J. Hall, <laughs> Big Pops. Yeah. How's the How's the pillow fight? <laughs> it was fabulous. <laughs> oh God. Along with our margaritas and face mask. I'm just sorry you guys had to miss out. By on face all the mask, you mean it was just like uh, a jock strap that he just laid I mean. on. <laughs> Bukaki. What I mean. By face makes mask. sense. <laughs> I didn't, we, we didn't take it there. Yeah, I wasn't going there, but okay. Now that you've you've admitted that what was there, we got it. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Maybe you guys will definitely want to show up next time. Man. Come on, power. We're gonna have gonna have mimosas and bukkake. So just oh, swing out. Your bukkake room. Hmm. I don't get it. I don't understand. After we get bukkake, I miss bukkake. <laughs> Well, how does that room have 20,000 followers already? <laughs> Just doing my part, guys. Oh, if you can make that so thing a money machine. About, you know what? About time. You're carrying those three humps. <laughs> it's about time you carried the show. Carrying <laughs> my weight, finally. <laughs> you have arrived. I've, I've made it. We should call it your name a discard. <laughs> Just throw it away. The dregs of humanity now hang out there. <laughs> anyway, uh, wow, Bukaki so, and mimosas. That's gonna be my new. new that's bio. your new podcast. B and M. We get some of that accidental traffic. Because <laughs> people are gonna mistype B and M, of course. They are. <laughs> well, I hope this prompts you to watch Meatball Machine, Cat. 
I'll probably watch the second one with you guys, but I don't know if I'll watch yeah. the first one. Watch the first one. And then I'll be honest, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the truth. Watching the second one, you don't need to you don't need to see the first one to get it. Um, but again, this is this isn't about having my teacher used to say this to me, and I never understood it. I get it now. Um, you this isn't about what you have to read. You should want to read these things. And I was like, Yeah, really? Do I? But now I understand what he meant. And this is one of those things. Decades nobody's later. For, nobody's going to force force you to read. Nobody's going to force you to watch this movie. But it's good. It's a good movie. And there's, there's no real reason why it shouldn't be watched. I think people should check it out. And it's well worth your time. So definitely if you go, uh, go on Prime, just start typing the Meatball Machine. And that and Part 2 will come up. So definitely, definitely do that. Do yourself a favor, especially if you like crazy gonzo shit, by all means, definitely check this out because this is, this is going to absolutely, absolutely fill every fucking niche you could possibly (laughs) need filled by a fucking giant drildo. See, but just be warned though, now that I know January is filled with nothing but great greatness. Yes. That means that February has got to come down hard. February is going to come down like a shit ton of bricks. <laughs> it's like going to get hit by a planet. You're going to be um, necroborged next month. Well, rest assured. So let me let me ask you now, Chuck. Uh, your opinion? Do you think that this movie had a subtext of lack of communication? Go a little film school with this. Yeah. So, because like the fact that. Two they people had, who two people liked who each other. clearly liked each other never got a chance. Never expressed that. Never once. When they were normal. Yep. And they never got to do that once they became necroborgs because there was just yep. a conflict. There was always something else. So do you think that maybe at this point, um, you know, this there was a, a this this sub context in this movie about being able to express yourself because now they weren't she wasn't even able to express herself once she got necroborged. No. And she so, thought that Yo- uh, Yoji would not love her because she was mutilated. Because she was scarred and mutilated, which wasn't the case. So this, so this was a love story, too, then, basically. Yeah. Well, I um, mean, more or less, yeah. Unrequited love. Yes. That, and that's the thing. It was a tragic love story. Yeah. You know, it, was, never, it wasn't like one of those, oh, this will be great. Yeah, they never got a chance. They never had a chance. Because even when she was saying, like, you can't, you know, you, uh, I'm disgusting. I got all these scars. You wouldn't right. want to touch he, me. He can't yep. say anything. He couldn't say yep. a word. He was, he, was, he was stunned because he, he was just afraid. And he that was just find the right type of guy he was. He was he afraid was, of her? He was afraid of all of it. He was, a, he was a, a no, like, he never wanted attention. He didn't yeah. want that. He he went to work, did his job, and then afterwards yep. he just went home, sat at home. And you know, he or you know, he worked on electronics or just had this really humble house. He had, you know, nothing flashy. He wasn't a guy wasn't a jerk, he wasn't a ladies' man. He just wanted to live his life quiet and unassuming, do his job, come home, be done. And he was in love with her and he had fantasies. He fantasized about this girl. He fantasized about her. And then couldn't even do anything when she showed love back, when she showed interest. So, again, that's, so it makes you think. That's funny because then, you know, nowadays the, the Japanese government 
said they have a real problem with people not getting together. Communicating. Everybody's closed off. Everybody seeks to comfort from uh, online. Online, yep. Um, fake Form. girlfriends. Yep. You know, you have your waifu or your, you know, the little hologram girl that you like. People yeah, so... are... Ma- People are marrying their game systems and all that kind of crap. So, like, it's funny because, like, they, maybe they planted a seed back then, 2005. They knew. They knew it was an issue. But now, again, so you want to say, okay, this is just silly, a silly movie and yada, yada, yada. But are, was there something deeper being yeah. posted? You know, like, are we trying to say something different? Was I the think Japanese movies do that, though. I think, they always have a, I think they always have a, a deeper yeah, meaning. A deeper meaning to them. You think an an artsy meeting without shoving it in your face? Kinda. Well, it's like even the even the joke, like we were saying um, that movie with Joshua Jackson, where he was the guy was always in neck pain, and you never understood through the whole movie. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and you come to find out it's Japanese culture where if you did something that you're guilty of, the spirit sits on your on your shoulders on you're the back, carrying of your neck, that burden of guilt, and you're you. carrying burden. So that's why he was always in pain. Hmm. And there was this deeper subtext to this whole movie. And you're like, oh, wow, fuck. And you don't, you don't get it until the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. But I, but I don't think it ever comes off as like a douchey thing. No. Well, that, that's what I meant about this movie. This movie is the last movie you'd be like, oh, love story. But I think there was an underlying current of communication involved in this. Had they just they, talked to each other from the yeah, jump. Yeah, they could, have, they could have been together from the jump. And they just never were. And they never would have had to become necroborgs. Yep. Because maybe he would have moved into her place. Yeah, he never would have gone to that movie alone and get beaten up by a, a crossdresser. Right, the tranny wouldn't have went after him. But then we have to think about, would the world have been ended? True. Would we have, would we have all been... Because he kind of saves the world He the saves end. the world, right. Because the aliens decide to make their own uh, like clones at that point. They don't need people anymore. Yep. Because he was a better specimen. So he kind of uh, kind of prevailed in the end. Yep. He's the big hero. Big damn hero. That he never knew about. Yep. And because he blew his own fucking head off. I imagine how fucking, imagine how horrible it would be. They cloned him, but he retains his consciousness and, and memory. He's still a putz. <laughs> <laughs> it, never, it never stops. They just never, just never stops being a, being a fucking yutz about everything. So, yeah. There you go. So there we so go, guys. We two have... love stories for you. Love is in the air. It love is. Love is in the air in January. And we have... Uh... Maybe we should have saved these for February. Eh. No. No, I really... Again, I feel like this was okay, January well, well, needed fuck this. fuck me then, I guess. You what? I said <laughs> fuck me then, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, that's... Well, you know... Save that for save that for your little Discord watches. That's yeah, right. Seriously. That's you and the right. girls get together for a gap. Yeah, you and the girls come up talk about all your little smutty talk about fuck me and all the others, all the other <laughs> things you guys want to say to each other. You guys, when you guys are watching Heather's or whatever you guys do, you there. guys can lice comb each other's <laughs> vagina hairs out. <laughs> you're fine. Comb? Who has vagina hair anymore? Uh, Rose. Hello. No, what do you mean? No, he doesn't. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. <laughs> we've, we've finally exposed what's going on. How do you know? How do you know Armand doesn't have vagina hair? Well, I mean, he doesn't have a vagina, so really, 
Yeah, really. <laughs> yes, huh? Like I said, you guys are just jealous. Still holding on jealous. That. You missed yeah, the mimosas. We're still on to that one? Okay. Missed the mimosas and bukkake. So there we are. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There we have um, it, folks. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> Good times. Good times in the old Discord. Ugh. Discord. <laughs> Never again. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, Chuck, since since it's your fault, you can never make that happen again. That's true. It's out of my hands. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need that kind of heat. Sorry, I handed you guys the the gun. I never thought you'd blow your own heads off with it. Well, That's there we are. Thing. You never know what we're gonna do. No, I think we pretty we are all pretty aware of what we're going to do. They're, they're going to be vaginas. Just oh God! Follow blindly into Discord. February is just going to be vagina monsters. But that would be a fun month. We should do vagina monsters for February. We do it every fucking month. No, we don't. Every show is vagina monsters. <laughs> we should do a whole month. One third, one third of this group is vagina monsters. <laughs> Necro we should, vaginas. We should <laughs> should do a whole month to vaginas. What we should do. Well, who's going to share it then? It's going to be, it's going to have to, because there's four is, right? You and the other three ladies. Oh, God, stop it. <laughs> the Ipswich Women's Club getting together. Fucking Joy Cuck Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So we want to celebrate you ladies and say thanks. Yes. You guys did amazing. Of course they did. Yeah, you did. You really, you really stepped up and showed us. <laughs> put, put us in our place. They're you just jealous, dummies. guys. They're yeah. just jealous. Yep. So They're jealous. Make sure you uh, listen to all the bullshit that we do. Uh, go to the discords <laughs> and do the other bullshit we do. Um, go to the discord. Go to the Twitter. You gotta go to the Twitter, go to the Instagram, go to the Instagrams, and do all the shit that you're supposed to do. Come Email by. us. We gotta keep telling you. That's Email right. us. Protonmail.com. You both remember. You guys know. We're tired of giving you the number every week. You write it down. You write it in your little fucking Palm Pilots. <laughs> it's always in the description <laughs> for the show, anyway. I always put it in there. Write it on a napkin in in your lipstick, so you yeah. remember it. <laughs> Slip, oh it, slip it into our lockers. Slip it into the Slip it locker. into your giant, your giant unfolding locker. locker. That's right. Make sure the puma doesn't get it. That's right. With your yeah, be careful. Don't let the puma eat it. <laughs> or rip your pants. Don't let the puma rip your pants. That's Make a euphemism, pants. isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute. That's a little bit. It's another filthy discord thing, isn't it? It and is. The, uh, that, that's what's on you and the, uh, the vag squad. Yep. Never let the puma eat your pants. XOXOXO. XOXO. See you next summer. <laughs> Have a great summer. Love you bunches. XOXO. KIT. <laughs> That's what all the bitches wrote in the books. <laughs> we did a burn book. It was fabulous. Uh, I also remember to stop by on Wednesday nights and Sunday nights. Yeah, Wednesday nights after after the Horseman, we do yep. stuff. Uh, Chuck does his live stream. Uh, Sunday, what'd you do? Dino Crisis. Um, we did Dino Crisis. We fucked off. Had a good time. Uh, Wednesday, do a little more streaming. Um, yep. We're gonna be doing SH, yeah. 
Yeah, we're gonna start Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Woo, fucking, woo. So fucking love that. Such a great game. Fucking love it. I might I so, might do all three. I'm gonna do the oh. first three, like I did the Resident Evil games. I might go through. Yeah. I gotta see if I can get two and three for the uh for the PC. So that would be awesome. Well now you got the emulator, right? I do. I'm gonna see if it'll uh well, they have they actually have P, like straight up PC re- uh, versions of two and three that you can download. Oh, really, really, yeah. So um, oh, that, you uh, know what? Speaking of speaking of fucking PC games, I was I happened to be farting around on YouTube, um, and I found it's an old PC game. It's like old old Doom style called Cra- Graven. G R V A G R A V E N. It, dude, it seems really kind of cool. It's about, a, it's about a, a priest who, I guess, he adopted this daughter and one another priest from, you know, the light, the light side sacrificed yeah. her to the fucking devil. So he <laughs> fucking murdered the priest, and he was committed. Uh, they they said he was guilty. You know, the the judge sentenced him to you know go off, and it's a fantasy game. Excuse me, uh. I'm getting hiccups now. Um, it's like a medieval fantasy game. So like the the judge was like you're guilty and he sent them off to this fucking swamp to go die. And he goes around, you know, you got to go around and he, he sent to this plagued town and he it seemed pretty cool. It's it's like it's 16 bit like it's really It looks like a lot like Hexen, if you remember Hexen. Yes, yes. And thus I why I thought the name Graven I was like oh like you just blatantly stole this shit. <laughs> I love just you the old name like Graven. Yeah. But it, it was really, it seemed really kind of cool. And I was like, you know what? I would play this game because I would still play this game. It seemed like it, it just, it was, it was very cool. It seemed like very uh, old school badass. Like you'd play this back in eighth grade and be like, fuck yeah. Listening to your Slayer on your earphones and the big puffy orange <laughs> earphones. And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. This is an awesome game. Dude, Graven, so fucking sick. Graven, dude, fuck yeah. I'm a priest who kill people. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Where you can just bash everything on the screen, including the piles of corpses, because there's nice. a coin underneath it. Well, that's, well, it's on Steam, so maybe we'll pick that up for a, uh, a few. Yeah, I would definitely. We should definitely do it, just to, even if we just played it. <laughs> It'd be fucking awesome. We all find it uh, co-op. That'd be great. All right, shit heels. We're going home. We're leaving. All right, I'm guys. Done. Take all right, care. Good night, everybody, and. Uh, We'll talk to you probably Wednesday, yeah? Yep. <clears throat> yep. See you guys Wednesday, even though this won't come out till later games. <laughs> Jesus. Bye, girls. <laughs> They're just jealous. They're jealous. Jealous. I wish you can curl my eyelashes, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stick a curling iron in my eyes. <laughs> my Burn ass. Out. Jealous.